Hour number three, BetMGM tonight begins right now, live here from BetQL. We're on Odyssey, Ryan Horvat riding solo tonight. Quentin Mayo with the night off. He'll be back tomorrow. Trista Crick with the night off. And uh, right now, the Bulls, who were down double digits, they just came back and tied the game. Philly goes back up 89-87. DeMar DeRozan cooking tonight. He's went for over 30. And uh, right now, Philadelphia up 89-87. to And currently over at BetMGM, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, plus money, plus 100 to back Philly to win by three. The total 207-and-a-half with the Bulls. This is what they do this season, apparently. Uh, What the Blazers do, apparently, this season is lose. They're down 101-95 right now in Cleveland. The Cavs, four-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 130 juice is what you're paying to back the Cavs to win by two possessions. And beat at the free-throw line, by the way, here in Philly. Rough night for them. Five of 15 from the floor, 13 points, now 14 um, but that one going down to the wire. Also right now, my Pacers, if they keep winning money for me, even though I find them to be one of the more boring teams in the NBA, I'm going to have to become a Pacers fan, I feel. The fighting Malcolm Brogdon's tonight up 92-86 on the Knicks currently. Still eight minutes to go in that game, but the Pacers five and a half point favorites. They've been in command pretty much the entire night, which means in the NBA, they'll probably lose. Uh, 216 and a half is the total. Not looking good for the Magic. They're down 84-69, 15-point game. 13.5-point dogs currently at home. Still eight minutes to go. 175.5 is the current total. Uh, also, right now, the Bulls now trail by three, and they're still 2.5-point dogs. The total down to 208.5. The over might be a look right there, actually. 90-87, to 87, six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. One-possession game going back and forth. We might get overtime in that. Uh, Raptors up big right now on the Wizards. 101-88. Ten and a half point favorites. The Raptors are on the road. You got to pay minus one thirty five juice to back them as double digit favorites. No, thank you. Total two nineteen and a half. Brooklyn and Atlanta also just uh, underway in the third quarter. Actually six thirty to go in the third quarter now. Tied up at seventy two. It's a pick 'em right now. But you got to pay more juice to jump on the Nets on the money line minus one forty. The spread now one and a half, and the total two thirty and a half. Clippers are up four on the Timberwolves. I am on the Clippers tonight. I went with the money line. They closed as two and a half point favorites. It was juiced all the way at minus 140 before tip. Uh, they got to get right. 58 54. They are up at the half. That game seems like it's flying by. The total is 220 and a half. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets playing for what seems like the fifth time in six nights, second in a row. Uh, the Nuggets down one in that one. 52 51. Memphis with the lead. Memphis, one and a half point dogs. You got to pay minus 120 juice to back them to cover the two. The total is 216 and a half currently over at BetMGM. The Mavs up 23-20 in the first quarter. 230 to play still there. On the road, taking on the Spurs. Spurs three and a half point home dogs. Total 215 and a half. Bulls down three here in Philly. They do have possession. And I need to have a talk with anybody who tore into the DeMar DeRozan signing. I'll pay all the money in the world for DeMar DeRozan if he's going to give you a 30-piece every other night. As we do have a foul called, the Bulls will be shooting free throws here. One possession game, three-point game. We'll see what they do here at the charity stripe. My under looking a little bit better here. 21-14 Central Michigan with the lead. They'll punt the ball away here on fourth and six. So 11.50 to go there. And we haven't had a touchdown in three minutes, which is a good thing. Uh, College football coming up here. Tomorrow night, we're going to be previewing this now coming up with Alan Bell from CBS Sportsline. But right now, Georgia State is 12-point dogs. Louisiana 12-point favorites at home in that one. 53-and-a-half is the total. Not obviously the game that I really care about. The ones that I'm looking at right now that I feel like you have to go out and play. Um, 
Carolina, two and a half point home favorites taking on Wake Forest. Fishy is all hell if you're looking at that line because Carolina, they have not met expectations this season. They lost both backs going into the year. They were awesome on the ground last year with Sam Howell, which helped Sam Howell put up those numbers. But you lost two NFL backs who are both doing things in the league and you replace them, you replace guys on the offensive line, you get off to that rough start where you have the disappointing loss to Virginia Tech, but you were nationally ranked in the top 10, and you haven't lived up to the expectations. You're 4-4 four and four now, coming off a loss to Notre Dame, which they hung in there for the first half, for the first three quarters, really. They don't end up covering the number. And now you're 4-4, four and four, you're at home, and you're taking out an 8-0 team who everybody's calling the best in the conference, and you're favored by 2.5 points. This opened up as a pick I'm jumping on Carolina, jumped on it right away. Minus 135 on the money line, uh, two and a half you're safe with. You're getting under a field goal, and it's minus 110. But I love Carolina. That's one I would play today, taking on Wake Forest. We'll have the full preview. I'll get Q's thoughts on that one tomorrow night and on Friday as well when we do our full NFL and college football breakdown. The total a little high in that one, 75 and a half. Probably wouldn't play the under, uh, but definitely wouldn't play the over in that one. I also played Liberty as nine and a half point dogs. I actually like this Liberty team. Everybody loves Ole Miss. Faded Ole Miss last week on the money line, even though it meant I had to back Bo Nix, which I always hate to do. But Bo Nix has actually been playing solid football. May look to back him again this week. Um, I'm going to take the points with Liberty. It was 10. It's down to nine and a half. Ole Miss probably wins that game. They're minus uh, 350 right now on the money line. Matt Corral. Maybe he's got a shot to win Heisman. I'm not backing them to win by double digits right now. So I'll be taking Liberty in that game. Got it at 10 down to nine and a half. I'd probably play that one. We got done talking about Georgia. If anybody's going to be able to compete or beat Georgia this year, if anybody's going to be able to score on Georgia, they're 38 and a half point home favorites against Missouri. That's one I won't touch. I lean Nebraska. Uh, We just had on a couple minutes ago or about an hour ago. Now, Andrew Kaylee from covers and he talked about maybe back in Ohio state in the first half against Nebraska, but for the full game, I'm probably going to take Nebraska 15 and a half point dogs at home and see if they could continue to back uh, or cover the spread for me. Let's talk a little more football right now. Let's do it with our guy, Alan bell, CBS sports line. That's where you could find his work. Alan, thanks so much for joining us, man. So we both, um, we both have some sadness, I guess, because you're out in Tennessee and great start to the season for the Titans. Some people were down on them, didn't trust their defense. Some didn't, you know, trust the coaching staff for Ryan Tannehill, whatever it was. Maybe some people thought they were going to run Derrick Henry into the ground. Well, only two losses on the year, but you lose Derrick Henry for the season. I'm a Packer fan. I was all excited for Sunday against uh, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. Now I don't get that matchup. So both of us sad football fans. What do you think about this Titans team without Derrick Henry, man? Well, here's the thing, man. First off, I appreciate you having me back. Um, they'll kind of be okay, but it's going to fundamentally change, like, what they do, right? Like, they're just not going to be the exact same team at all. And it depends on how they kind of adjust to that. Sunday night against the Rams is going to be possible, almost. I mean, it was going to be a tough matchup, even, you know, with Derrick Henry. Uh, but, you know... As they go along, like, Ryan Tannehill's sack rate is probably going to go up. Uh, there's really nobody that you can replace Derrick Henry with, even with, you know, putting two, three running backs, you know, throughout a game out there. So the Titans will be okay, but they're certainly not going to be the same team at all. And let me ask you a crazy question that I asked you last week. Now, I thought that the uh, Colts were going to win that game. They burned me once again, the Indianapolis Colts did. But right now the Titans are 6-2. and two. And you have the Colts sitting there at three and five, right? 
And I'm looking at BetMGM right now. You lose Derrick Henry, so the offense is going to look completely different. Also, Julio Jones. Like, is Julio Jones ever going to be healthy? I don't think so. The Titans are minus 1,600 to win the AFC South. Is it worth just a little stab to take the Colts plus 900? Or have the Titans, do they just have that thing locked up? They've got it locked up. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because the Colts are going to have to go 8-1 and one yeah. to be back in this race. Like, like, literally, that's what they have to do. So, the Colts are good enough to do it. They just don't have enough time, right? Like, it's just too late. I mean, you look at what Tennessee has done. And look, even with Derrick Henry being out, the Titans are undefeated in the AFC South, and they only have three games remaining. They play the Texans twice and the Jaguars. So, I mean, like, good luck. You know what I mean? Like, so, no, it's just – it's not. Because even if they, you know, lose two more players – like to, they're not going to lose this division now. Now, once they once they swept the Colts, it was over. Yeah, I completely agree. Like I love the Colts, and I even like Wentz, man. Until he forgets that he's right-handed, and he does the thing where he where he throws the ball left-handed, or he throws chest passes, <laughs> that uh, drives me nuts. So I brought up the Packers already. They go from it goes from being pretty much a pick'em to now seven and a half. Now seven over at BetMGM. They're seven-point dogs at Arrowhead coming up on Sunday, four twenty-five kickoff. Was supposed to be Rodgers Mahomes. Alan, this is the second time this is supposed to happen. Uh, first, it was Matt Moore versus Rodgers in a game Rodgers won. Now you would think that uh, Mahomes has the upper hand because he's going against Jordan Love, who we've never seen take an actual snap other than the preseason this year. Green Bay, seven-point dogs. So first things first, I said the way to play this, I think, is if you want Kansas City and you could get the seven or if you could buy a six-and-a-half minus 120, whatever it is, to do so, but if you want to play Green Bay, I would almost wait until kickoff because I don't see this number going down. I only see it going up. Plus, you have to look at the close contacts. What if Aaron Jones can't play in this game? I think the number only gets better for Green Bay. How would you play this one, though? Do you agree with that, or do you see another way to play this if you have to play it? 100% agree. Yeah, you're right. Like This, this, this number's not going in Green Bay's favor, right? There's just nothing that's going to happen because it would take Kansas City having multiple COVID, you know, test positive and I, it just, that's not going to happen. So yeah, let, that's how I'd play at seven and a half and above. Now here's the thing though. Uh, is Kansas city seven, seven and a half points better? No man, Packers because without Aaron Rodgers, like, that's what I'm saying, yeah, man. Like, like they could run yeah. the ball. <laughs> yeah. Literally like I, I yeah, like I, we just saw this situation somewhat play out with the Cowboys against the Vikings. Yep. Like, Cooper Rush had no business, no business beating the Vikings, and he did on the road, right? Like, I'm fascinated to see this because if there's anybody on the planet who has motivation and a reason to go off, it's Jordan Love. Right. Like, he he has motivation to do it, and this this Kansas City defense is not any good. You look at the Giants, uh, you know, uh, the other night, and the Titans, you know, the week before against the Chiefs, like – the Giants gave the Chiefs the run game knowing that they're too arrogant to take it, right? Green Bay's going to do the exact same thing. So defensively, they can almost cut their defensive game plan in half and beg Kansas City to use the run because they won't do it. They're too arrogant. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes is still an interception seven their game. So long story short, dude, I, I'm not even sure if the Chiefs should be favorite without Aaron Rodgers playing. I know that sounds crazy, no, but I, I'm seriously see and Alan, like I can't give this play out because people will just call me a homer. I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take a stab with the money line with green Bay because look at it like this. So Jordan love cannot do the things that Aaron Rodgers can do. In fact, like, no, I don't know that it, 
a lot of these people on the planet can, except for, you yeah. know, get vaccinated. Um, that's the only thing apparently Aaron <laughs> Rodgers can't do. Uh, immunized or whatever <laughs> whatever he's he's got the essential oils going on he's walking around the desert with the cast of the divergent um so my thing is though like if you look at the game plan that Matt LaFleur had for Arizona on Thursday night dude Jordan Love could run that offense like it was AJ Dillon Aaron Jones dink and dunk checkdowns. like at one point in that game in the first half Aaron Rodgers was averaging three yards per attempt Jordan Love could do that he just can't turn the ball over in Kansas City like, let's not forget in that loss to the Ravens where they gave up 37 points, the corpse of Devontae Freeman was averaging 14 yards per pop at one point. So I think Green Bay yeah. could win that game. Uh, what are some of your favorite plays in the National Football League coming up this week, which uh, actually, man, begins tomorrow night, Thursday Night Football? I know it's wild. Like, it's going fast. Yeah, and one quick note real quick, and then I'll talk about For that. Sure, uh, you know what the Packers have to do? It sounds crazy. Just, just blow up scoring on Kansas City. Kansas City can't keep up. If Green Bay gets exactly. to 35, it's over. They can't score that much. It exactly. sounds weird. All right, so this week, I like the Ravens minus five and a half at home, playing against the Vikings. We saw Minnesota just did. They're coming off an, you know, just an upset loss that shouldn't have happened. Baltimore's coming off of a bye week, off of being blasted by the Cincinnati Bengals at home. So I think you're going to find some value there. Two, I, I love the Buffalo Bills on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know that number is about 14 and a half. If you can get it to 14, great. I don't know if it even matters that much, though. Buffalo probably wins by 17 to 20 because, look, Josh Allen is going to be in warm weather. He's going to let the ball fly all over the place. And you look at Trevor Lawrence. When he's under pressure this year, his comp is around 40%. He has twice as many interceptions as he does touchdowns. And trust me, Buffalo's defense is going to have a green light all game long, and they really don't have to rush all that much. Lastly on that, Jacksonville's pretty decent at getting to the quarterbacks. The problem is that they're the worst team in the NFL at getting uh, quarterbacks sacked and on the ground, which is a nightmare scenario for a quarterback who can run. Everything sets up Buffalo. So, yeah, my two best plays, uh, Buffalo uh, 14 and a half and uh, Baltimore five and a half. Man. Yeah. I mean, with Buffalo and Alan, you're going to stick around and we'll have you on for another segment. We'll talk some college ball because uh, you might have to talk me off. Well, you can't because I already played it. We'll save that. We'll just we'll save that as the tease. Um, with Buffalo now, we only got about thirty seconds because we're up against the break. We'll have you on for another segment, of course. With Buffalo, man, are they your Super Bowl favorite? Yeah, they are because it's so much more easy in the AFC than it is in the NFC. Um, you know, uh, you're going to have Green Bay, the Rams, the Cowboys. I mean, keep going. The AFC is really not that good. It's Buffalo, maybe Baltimore, and. Eh, Tennessee probably just fell off the map. So yeah, completely I, agree. Alan, hang on. We'll have you on and we'll, uh, we'll stick around. We'll talk some college ball. We'll get your best plays for the college football, which right now, speaking of college football, uh, central Michigan up 21, 17 on Western Michigan total down to 60 and a half. Hopefully it stays there more from Alan bell from CBS sports line up next bet MGM tonight. We get his college football plays for the week.